According to a study by KeyBank, 76% of college students wish they had more help while preparing for their financial futures. I can definitely see that. Like, I remember going off to college and it, of course, being a different experience. And the one thing, like, that I didn't want to necessarily be a problem was finances. So, but it definitely was. It was something that I had to work through and learn. Yeah. I mean, college is an overwhelming time in and of itself. And to also be learning how to deal with your own finances at that time can be really complicated. I remember my freshman year, I had made some money at my open house party over the summer, and I just lived off of that for the first semester and blew through it. And so if I had maybe a little more financial education of how to budget and how to spend wisely, I would have been able to extend that longer and just benefited more overall. Yeah, I agree. Like, I remember seeing that little refund in my account. Like, mm-hmm. this is for me. But I had to learn. So, but we're here now. We're here now. <laughs> but I think that's why our interview today is really cool because we get to talk with three young people who are learning these things while they're still in high school and will hopefully benefit long term. Absolutely. So, in this episode, we'll interview three Money Smart Week ambassadors Will, Brooke, and Leah. And they are really going to give us an opportunity to really see financial education through their lens. So super excited about that. And as a disclaimer, um, because of social distancing guidelines, we have recorded this episode virtually. So sound quality may be impacted. From interviews and investing to careers and credit, we've got you covered. Wallet Watch is a podcast brought to you by MSU Federal Credit Union and OU Credit Union. We'll be interviewing industry experts, sharing personal stories, and even playing some fun games. Delivering financial topics to you in a fun and interesting way. I'm your host, Catherine. I'm Devante. We're so glad you're here. We're so excited today to have some special guests with us. We have our Money Smart Week Youth Ambassadors with us today. Welcome, everybody. We're so excited you're here. So we're going to go ahead and we'll jump right into our first question. Could you explain to the listeners a little bit about what a Money Smart Week Youth Ambassador is? We'll go ahead and start with Will. A Money Smart Week Youth Ambassador is someone who showed, who has shown proficient skills with money through the Money Smart Contest run by MSU. Awesome. How about Brooke? You go ahead and go next. A Money Smart Youth Ambassador is a youth ambassador or just a youth who's educated about how to save and spend money wisely along with credit and debit facts and information. Perfect. And Leah, do you have anything to add? Um, yes. What a youth ambassador is to me, someone who works to educate other youth about the importance of money skills and how to spend your money correctly. That's what we're working on right now anyway. All right. That's great. How do you all spend your money? Like, um, do you save it all, spend some, and save the rest, spend most of it? How do you all spend your money? Brooke, go ahead. I save all of my money most of the time. Occasionally, there'll be a small thing I'll get, and then I'll save the rest. Okay, okay. Will, you go ahead. Yeah, I'll, I'll be real here. I would say I spend most of my money, but I do definitely put uh, part of my income away into like a savings account. I've gotten a lot better about it this year, but I do have a track record for getting 20 bucks and taking about two hours before it's gone. (laughs) (laughs) I can understand that. We all like to splurge sometimes. Indeed. And you go ahead, Leah. 
I really, really like spending money and I'm in the middle of you guys. So I like to take about half my money whenever I get some of money together and put it in a custodial IRA. And what that is, it's an investment account for kids. So whenever they get money, they can put it into stocks and they can invest in whatever they want. I really like it. I'm going to invest in Amazon, Walmart, and I haven't decided on a third stock yet. I also like to take the rest of my money and put it into my fish tank. It's one of my biggest hobbies. Awesome. All right, so it sounds like you all hold saving as something that's important to you. So how do you decide if you're saving up for something special, what that is? Um, and then how do you save up for that goal? Let's go ahead and start with Brooke. I often like to think about the long term. So if I'm going to try to get something, I like to think, okay, am I going to want it five years from now? Like if there's a stuffed animal, like, am I going to want that when I'm 18? Or should I spend it on something like school supplies that might get me further in life? Awesome. So just kind of thinking about what is of importance, what will be of use to you, but also maybe what you want long term. Yes. Very good. What about Leo? How do you decide what to save up for and how do you go about doing that? Well, I like to use almost the same method as Brooke does, only I like to decide after I put my money into my custodial IRA, I like to decide how it's going to benefit me long term. Will does it bring joy basically? <laughs> I like to I like to think about it not how many times can I use this, but will I enjoy using this? And that's how I make my decisions. That's awesome. I need to definitely use that method a little bit in my, you know, when I'm deciding what to spend money on and what to save. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And Will, what about you? Uh, my process usually goes among a, uh, I guess a, I don't know, I don't want to say counting system, but comparison almost in a sense where it, you can get a movie ticket for about, you know, 10, 15 bucks and an average movie is about two hours long. So when I'm purchasing things that aren't movie tickets, I like to think about, am I getting two hours for my 10, $15? So if I'm spending $30 on it, I need to be getting at least four hours of usage out of it. That's a great way to make decisions. We have a time is money episode from our first season. It kind of sounds like it's, is it worth your time? Yeah, that's a really good formula to have established. I like all of you all's answers. So. Do you think it's important to be like financially savvy prior to becoming an adult or even before getting your first job? Absolutely. And I think about this a lot because my parents believe it's incredibly important for me to know about money. I think it's so important because when you get older, when you turn 18, you don't magically know what interest is. You have to learn about it over time. And I think that's really important to know, especially growing up in this society where everything changes constantly and you have to keep up with that. And even in money, it's important to understand it because that's one of the things that relatively stays the same. Okay, okay, I like that. I agree with Leah. I also think it's important to be financially ready before becoming an adult or even getting a first job. This is because learning how to save and spend money wisely, you can know what to and not to do with your money. And so then you can be more ready to succeed in life. Yeah, I, I think it's uh, very important to be um, financially savvy. It, you don't want to make stupid decisions when you're older. And that's what childhood can help you with. You can You have smaller amounts of money and you get to practice with that and find a good system. So when you get larger paychecks and larger sums of money, 
you can use it more efficiently and effectively. I think that's a great point that that when you're younger, that's really the time to make mistakes when when the stakes aren't so large and you don't have your own house you have to pay for and things are just a little bit easier. Maybe you have to you're required to pay for gas, but that's a little bit easier to manage and control than those big purchases that you're going to have when you're an adult. Right. Uh, one of the things that we always talk about is that it is much easier to build up a financially savvy person than to kind of try and correct those things as you get into adulthood. So that's just really good that you all are learning all of this stuff while you're young. Definitely. So you all are obviously very money savvy being Money Smart Week ambassadors. What are the top three things you've learned about finances or money this year? Let's go ahead and start with Leah. My favorite thing that I've learned about money so far is how to invest and when to invest. I've been looking at the stock since I was probably eight or nine maybe. My parents thought it was incredibly important for me to know about that kind of thing. And as I grew older, I noticed patterns in the stocks, especially when it's when it's low, buy it. That's the tip I have for you. When the stocks are low, buy as much as you can and sell high. Don't get worried if you bought your stocks at, a, at their all-time high and then it's dropping to their all-time low. Don't sell it. Don't sell it. <laughs> wait till it goes up again because it will go up over time even though it goes like this it's at a steady incline that would be my favorite tip and then the next tip um read up on predatory loans i was that's what we wrote our article on for our money smart youth ambassador contest and prior to writing this article i didn't really know much about predatory loans of course i i knew a little bit about it but as i looked further into it it's really scary yeah people can definitely get themselves into trouble with predatory lending and if they aren't aware you know what they're really signing up for making sure you know what you're getting into is really important absolutely that actually brings me to my next tip which would be read everything i know the terms and conditions are absolutely just super boring but that that extra five minutes that you're spent that you spend reading we're gonna we're basically gonna take your identity and sell everything you have online it, it's worth it mm-hmm. definitely good tips all right uh will yeah um i would say my top three my, my number one is taking 24 hours to think through your purchase before purchasing it because impulse purchases are the downfall of many people that I know and I myself have wasted much money uh, just impulse buying things and so it's best to to take 24 hours to think through it sleep on it is another way people say it and just give it some time before actually following through with the purchase yeah you came um, right down my street with that one Will yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel you there same here I think we can all relate yeah um, my second tip is uh, attempt to spend less than you are earning. Uh, it can can be difficult, but it certainly pays off in the end. If you're earning 20 bucks a week and then you spend 15 a week, you're still technically profiting $5 each week and you'll just have a steady increase, right? And, and slow and steady wins the race. And so it's just a, a good way to, to slowly have more money. Everybody's got to start somewhere, even if it's $5 here, two bucks there. So that's a great tip. Yeah. Uh, and my last one is to to invest. 
you don't have to be a full-time day trader to invest. You just have to invest slowly and you don't have to invest a lot of money at once. You can sm start small and starting small, it, it will eventually build up and it, it just helps out. So investing it is quite important. Awesome. Good tips. All right, Brooke, what do we think? Some things that I've learned about finances this year are how to get a credit report, predatory lending, and when to use a debit versus credit card. So basically what all that is, is a credit report is a way to see your accounts, payment history, and some other information. You can check it online at annualcreditreport.com or from an agency like Experian, TransUnion, or Equifax. And it's important to check your report because it's a good way to make sure that all of your account information is both correct and that you can see if there's any indication of identity theft. This is a good way to check it early on and make sure that you know what's happening with your money. Predatory lending is when an agency gives you a loan that you can't afford. Eventually, you would end up in so much debt, more debt than you were in originally. Youth should know about this so they don't make a bad decision that lasts for a long time. Again, adding on to what they've said about making sure you read everything and check all the small fine print. And then finally, a debit card is an easy way to access your bank. Again, but like with the cash taken instantly from your account. A credit card is another way to access your bank, but you have to pay later. So then you can buy more things at the moment, but then you may have to pay more later. Perfect, those are all really, really great tips. I think you guys have done an awesome job. Yeah, I mean, amazing. I didn't know half of this stuff when I was your age. So um, it's just great to hear that, you know, a lot of the youth are being financially equipped to move into their adulthood, you know, financially savvy. Um, also, one thing that I will say is one thing that we push to everybody um, is to pay yourself first. So what that means is to make your savings a priority. Um, so before, like, let's say you get 20 bucks for allowance before you even go and really spend your money, put a certain amount aside. And it kind of relates to what you were saying, Will, as far as not spending as much as you earn. Um, sometimes like let's say you get 20 bucks and you're like, well, I want lunch. And let's say lunch is $10. Well, um, or $10 over a few days or whatever. And then you have like your 10 bucks left. You're like, well, this is all I have to last me until the end of the week. Well, if you had saved like your $5 before, then you would have spent your money more appropriately with the $15 that you had saved. So as long as you're, you know, whenever you get paid, put a little aside for your future self. Maybe you can label an investing fund or whatever you like to do, but just always be constantly saving. As it relates to financial education, what would you like to learn more about? Brooke? I would like to learn more about Roth IRAs. Those are something that I've heard about, my family talks about, and I think it'd be an important thing to know for the future. Okay, okay, good stuff. Wheel? Yeah, I would say mine is more of a practice rather than learning more uh but i i think i need to practice more of what i say kind of right now i feel like it's a do as i say not as i do scenario and i feel like i need to stick to some more of the pledges that i have set up for myself and really hold myself to them okay so holding yourself accountable and you know uh sticking to what it is that you say that sounds good and that, that really relates to all, t all sectors and even like really importantly, financial education. Leah, go ahead. Personally, I would like to learn a lot more about the stock market. 
I've been watching the stock market, like I've said, since I was really little, eight, nine, and I've come to learn how to predict some of how the stocks are going to turn out, but I'd really like to dabble in a little bit more of actually investing, because I, I like the stocks, but I haven't invested in them yet. I have an account set up and everything. I just have trouble choosing. So I'd like to learn a little bit more about predicting them, if that makes any sense. Because I can with some, but others, it's just kind of risky. Right. I get you there. Um, so I know I heard Brooke mention like a Roth IRA. So I can kind of give you a, a general overview of what that is. So a Roth IRA, one IRA stands for Individual Retirement Account. So it's an account that you can have that belongs to you, of course. And there's a difference between Roth and traditional. So with a traditional IRA, that is basically when you're putting contributions in, they are what's called pre-tax dollars. So pre-tax dollars, meaning that that money has not been taxed or anything like that. A Roth IRA is... Um, tax dollars that are like they it's already been taxed so when you're putting into a Roth IRA it's already let's say I get my paycheck and um, after I've already given my taxes and everything like that I'm ready to contribute to my Roth IRA and that means that in the future when you take that money out like in retirement that means you're not going to be taxed on that money because it's already been taxed so that's the difference really between a Roth and a traditional IRA. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I knew that the money when you want to use it didn't get taxed, but I didn't really understand why. Thank you. You're welcome. Wow, that was a pretty insightful interview to get the opportunity to really hear from some of our youth's perspective on financial education and some of the things that they've been able to pick up. Yeah, I really liked how they talked about what they've learned um, in school and in their roles as Money Smart Week Youth Ambassadors, and then also areas of opportunity where they'd like to learn more and just continue educating themselves and spreading this knowledge to their peers. Did you have any like major takeaways, anything, any tips or tricks you want to try? Ooh, definitely. So, of course, I thought like they all had really, really good insight and understanding of financial education and some good tips one that really stood out to me though was will's tip when purchasing something and looking really looking at its value so the value that it's going to have to you on the amount of use that you're going to get out of it like for instance i love my wireless headphones and I paid a little bit of money for them but I get my use out of them and I know that I use them probably about three to five hours a day so if I could put that on an amount like I'm using this amount of it this hour like this is the cost for it this hour based off of how much it is that I pay for it I know or I feel like I'm getting my use out of them fully yeah that's a really great way to think about spending money and maybe spending a little more money on something that is more worth your while. Um, or if it's something that you're never going to use, is it worth your time and money? You know? Right. What about you? So I really liked when um, I think Leah was talking about 
reading all the documentation and the small print before you sign up for like a credit card or a new loan or anything like that. Just really making sure that you're aware what you're getting yourself into, what the interest rate is and the term and all that good stuff before you commit to something that could have a big impact on your future. I like, I like. And now it's time for the CU Spotlight. At MSU Federal Credit Union and OU Credit Union, we are always looking for ways to educate individuals on the importance of smart money management. Wallet Watch is one of the great ways that we are able to do that. But if you're itching to learn more, we have additional resources that you are able to utilize for free. Financial 4.0 is a free app and website that offers users access to their own personalized budget tracker, financial quizzes, published articles, weekly tips, and more. It's a fun and interactive way to learn about money and taking control of your finances. If you are interested in learning more, visit financial40.org or find us in your app store by searching Financial 4.0 for MSU or Financial 4.0 for OU. Wallet Watch is written, hosted, and produced by Katherine Hurth and me, Devante Montgomery. Our executive producers are Whitney Anderson Harrell and Lauren Kalarzik. Wallet Watch is brought to you by MSU Federal Credit Union and OU Credit Union. You can find more episodes of this show at our credit union's website, financial40.org, or wherever else you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in our next episode. <laughs>